Uh, welcome to our podcast, Campbell Soup. We've been having a lot of difficulties today, so hopefully it'll be all right and all good. Uh, my name's Sierra, and let's get started. So we're, the question of the day is, what is everyone's favorite color and why? It's just a little icebreaker to start each of our podcasts, and I will go first. So my favorite color, I'm really indecisive. It's probably green or yellow, but like the lighter ones, I don't know. They're just very calming colors, and they make me very happy. Okay, I'll go next. Um, this is rather deep. But you know, like when it's like midnight and you look at like the color of the sky when it's the snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's like a gray blue. It's great and profound. <laughs> um, mine is probably like a really light lavender. Like has to be like almost white with just like a hint of purple. You know. Mm. I don't know why, it just reminds me that I'm, like, flying with the butterflies. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, my favorite color is the complete opposite. I like really deep purples, like, deep, like, it's almost black, but it's purple. That's cool. So. Well, it's a lot better than people just being, like, pink and blue, you know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Let's get started. So the topic of today's podcast, we are going to be talking about slavery. (laughs) All right. So the first big topic we're going to hit is slavery as an institution. You know, how it started around the world and just how it transitioned into America. So just to start off, slavery really happened all around the world, you know, Africa did it, Europe did it, Asia did it, but it never really became a racial thing until America came along. So what did you guys learn or talk about when you heard that everyone around the world does it? Or did it, I should say. I would say it's really important to look at like their differing motivations. Because I think around the world, especially like as societies like progressed, it was more economic and like building for societies and less about like you're inferior to me and it was more like on a, I won a war so now I you work for me and less like obviously like skin color which is what it was in the Americas mm-hmm. so I, I 100% agree with that I would say like in Africa they treated uh, African Americans as indentured servants and not as slaves which in America they treated them as slaves mm-hmm. So that, that's a big thing for me is in America, there was heavy racism and heavy punishments. But like the, if they practiced slavery in uh, Africa, they, they would be more like uh, white people to white people than black people were to white people. Yeah, that's great. Something that I like really took away from when we were talking about it in class, actually, was when Mr. Harris was talking about like slavery comes first, racism comes second. Mm-hmm. And that then goes, like, to the American, like, slavery. Be- ra- I mean, racism was in the Americans because of the slavery that they caused in America. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just, I just think, like, if you look back at some of the, some of the places that had slavery, slaves weren't necessarily just, like, poor well yes they were poor because they were like they worked for other people but you know they had housing they had food they had running water they had they didn't necessarily had to worry about if they were going to make it the next day 
you know, and I feel like once African Americans came to America, that's how it was. You know, they didn't know if they were going to see tomorrow or the next day, you know, and that was just, that's just really something to notice. And like, there, we always talk about like, well, white people, like, especially in my family, because I'm a white family, um, we always talk about like white people, they try to put an effort to try to not be racist, but it never actually works. Like they just, they just want the appearance. And so then sometimes my family members will ask me, well, like, why don't black people put in the effort either? And it's like, well, they were taken away by white people that they've never seen before. And they were beaten, abused and broken. And then that's just like us being taken away by like an alien, never seen them before. Why would I want to be your friend if you're not making a real effort? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I just feel like once it's happened in the beginning, it's really hard to reverse it. It's like a dog. Like once they learn that if they bite you and like you feed them, then they're like, oh, if I bite you, then I get food, you know? So then it becomes a habit. And so Americans being bad to other races becomes a habit. And then that's just all that we can think of, you know, not necessarily the good or things they have done for us. And I think that's probably that concept is like the biggest distinction between slavery elsewhere and slavery in the Americas. Mm. Like it was based on racism. And I think how we justify that is extremely important to like the moral, like how relatively moral slavery here was versus in other countries. Absolutely. Uh, um, a, a good example of that would just be the boat ride to the Americas. That was pure torture. And the fact that they had to go through that and then there was worse on land is hard to think about. Yeah. And oh my gosh, it's awful. Yeah, just the whole how they literally would pack them like to it was full to where it was like hard to move. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know about you guys, but I need my space. (laughs) I need to be able to move my arms around, you know, and just thinking about how that was not available to them is so hard to believe. And so a question I have for you guys is, what would you do if you were one of those slaves? Would you jump off? Would you try and survive? Would you try and fight back? What would you do? Um, okay. I probably, if I had the opportunity, I would have jumped off. I feel like it almost wasn't worth like having a life to not have like a good life and it wouldn't have I think it was more resistance to say that I'm not going to allow you to force me into this than to go along with it not that people who did end up becoming slaves for weak whatsoever they were tortured and abused but I would have rather not lived have to go through that um I would say so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and take it a different direction if I was still me and like had the same thought process, I'm terrified of dying, absolutely. But it it makes me think like, would I jump off the boat because I'm so scared? Because it's terrifying. Why why would I want to, oh. Go ahead, go ahead, keep talking. Okay. (laughs) Why would I want to, uh, stay on the boat if I'm just going to be beaten and shunned 
on land. So I feel like I would think about jumping off, but something bad would have to happen to me for me to actually jump off. Yeah, for sure. So right now we're having a little bit of um, internet connection difficulties. So Gracie just left and she'll be coming right back. But for me about the whole boat thing, I don't know if I could survive what was next, you know? And as bad as that sounds, I would rather just think, I would rather die with the life that I had where I lived than having to go through that whole other process. And Mr. Harris made a really, really good point on how he said, when you got to the Americas, you were stripped of your culture, your religion, your name, most likely, just basically who, what made you, you. And so it's hard to think that I would have to go through that. Like, oh, who who knows? My name could be like Nancy or something. Like, no, no, no offense to any Nancys out there, but no, thank you. Like it's, (laughs) I would, I would, I, I, I don't know if I could, but at the same time, what would I do if I jumped off? Because I doubt you would die from the impact of jumping off a boat. And I don't even know how big the boats are. I doubt they're that big. But I don't know if I would die from jumping off the impact. And then what? Oh, my God. I'm just in the water. Like, just the fact of being, like, alone in the ocean is one of my greatest fears. And, man, like, what would I do? Would I swim down and see how far I could get? Like, huh? Would I try and find a shark family? Um... I I don't know, you know, or would I try and swim back? Like, would I have strength? It just, and then they talk about all the horrible diseases that were on the boat that you could get, you know, because there was no proper way to go to the bathroom. If you got sick, pregnancies, anything, all of it, it was just all up on each other all the time. I think that's, that's a really good point that like you're making and I was also thinking when you asked that, I was just like, wow, that's a really deep question. Like, I'm the type of person that I want to, like, fight for myself. I want to be like, no, like, you're not going to hurt me. But at the same time, I feel like I would not want to pass that down to my kids. Like, and especially, like, with the baby beating. And (laughs) no. No, I, yeah. I think I would jump off the boat. Yeah. Or maybe I know that I would not want to see, like if I knew that the boat was this bad, I would not want to see what it, where it was taking me. But I don't know if I would necessarily want to jump off because jumping off, that would mean like, okay, then like I would have to kill myself some way. Whether that's trying to drown myself or getting eaten or starvation, just one of those things. But it would be a very long, painful, drawn out process. Maybe I could just like try and like attack one of the people that are in charge on the boat and then they just shoot me and then go, okay, I'm done. You know, I feel like that would probably be a much better answer of a way to not have to experience what was on land. Okay, so now going into topic number two so we have slavery first racism second so now we're going into so slavery has been around in america now and there are now thousands of slave slaves there and just so now slavery is a normal thing that 
and has happened now. So yeah, um, like when we started slavery in the United States, it was about being able to exploit these new resources and all these lands. Hmm. But I think they had to have some way to justify it so the general public didn't think themselves as bad people. And so I think the next connection between Christianity and building this racism that comes to justify slavery is really important. So does someone want to dive into that first? Absolutely. Uh, I would love to dive into that. Um, So Christianity had a huge effect on slavery, 100%. They wrote it in the Bible. Slaves were in there. And I think it's a really, like, it's a horrible way to try and justify yourself by using, using religious teachings, using God to justify raping, beating, and being awful to human beings. They're not black people. Those are human beings. They're just like you and me, but they have a different skin color. Like the fact that you you're 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 taking this amazing concept of there being a higher power and someone that you can rely on and you're using that to tell me that I can take these people, deprive them of their culture and give them my culture of them being basically animals. You are my pet that I get to boss around and own and someday you'll either die on my plantation or you will move on to the next person who will own you. And that's despicable. That is awful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like another really big thing that started even the finding of America are the three G's. Gold, God, glory. You know? So maybe when slavery started, it's like, oh, I got the biggest plantation. I got 15 acres, you know? Compared to old old Bob down the road who only has two, you know? It's like it can start becoming like competitions. Oh, no. Now I have big land. Now I need more slaves. And it's just, it's almost kind of like money, you know? The more you have, sometimes the more you want. And racism just truly came from people thinking that this is okay. And they then just going along with it. You know, they made people essentially into a currency. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. I, I have a I have a quick question. Um, do you guys think that racism created a chain throughout white generations? Like, my parents owned slaves, so I have to own slaves. And do you think they were taught like that? Absolutely. You know, yeah. no one is born a racist. No one is. It's taught to them. And that's when you think like, oh, even now, like modern day, it's like, oh, well, why is why is that kid so mean to me? Why is he saying racial slurs? It's like he was taught that on some internet, some parent, some person taught him that, you know? And so that is just something to think about. And yes, those people who had plantations, like they probably pass them down to their kids, like fortune, they just pass them down and then their kids have it. And then it's just a rinse repeat cycle. Yeah, I definitely think it's the same with like religion, how they pass that down. Because that was what justified, ultimately, the belief of racism, that slavery was okay. And with that, I also think it's really important to look at how um, this Christianity was used um, on slaves to make them also believe in the system. Someone want to start with that? Okay, I got this. (laughs) Um, So 
why I think a lot of the times with Christianity, it was it was forced upon slaves. They were their cultures and their spiritual beliefs were absolutely stripped of them. And I think teaching them Christianity and forcing on them created this idea that if you were a good slave and obeyed whoever owned the plantation, that and you were gonna religion. one time make it out of this horrendous life. Mm-hmm. And I think that is absolutely despicable because you're manipulating someone's hope which I find probably to be the most important thing in making them believe in the system that justifies them as lower than other people and basically subhuman do you think okay think about this question but do you think like with you making with you just saying that like how it was forced upon them and they would like see God as like their way out like if they obeyed then they would like make their way out do you think that's why like black churches are like so turned because they're just getting hyped to like get out of the messed up system like does that make sense I think at a time maybe enthusiasm for religion may have been that I think now though it's more like thanking for getting out of those horrible situations obviously we have so much work that needs to go into this country but I think now it's like we got out of this a lot of people like for things you can't explain like getting out of those horrendous situations of slavery and stuff a very big like not thank you but like leading people out of that I personally think could be a justification for that for being so excited about religion I don't know that's just my thoughts yeah and at the same time one thing that kind of amazes me is how people believe and like don't get me wrong like a religion whoa religion is a good thing and people do whatever you please that makes you feel good but like I guess it's hard to think that like people believe in something that they don't even know is true or not you know there's a lot of things that could like lead to it or hint that it's true but like no one really knows unless like someone came down themselves and was like I'm real and then went back up but I, I, I doubt that'll ever happen you know and so them just thinking that if I if I'm a good slave or if I follow like these rules then I'll leave it's kind of like who There's said that yeah like mm-hmm. yes for sure for sure but then going off of what Mr. Harris said how the relationship from a slave in Maine compared to a slave in the deep south of Alabama are two completely different things. You know? So, it's interesting to hear how some have a horrible, like, thought and understanding of white men and others have a completely different just point of view of it. So, it's kind of interesting to see and hear that. Yeah, because I would say, like, slavery in the North, like, they made a more considered effort to act like, we don't hate you. Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, versus in the South, they were just out with it. So I think a lot of that is, like, trying to force, like, assimilating you, but acting like it's normal in the North. But, like, cultural independence in the South, if if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Culture's a a huge thing for African-American peoples, because that's all they have left. Like, you've taken everything, and the last thing you take is their culture. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel like those in the South had uh, not regrets for being in the South, but were 
um, overjoyed at certain points to at least have culture. Like that's all, all they needed was that culture to give them that hope that we were talking about before, which was the, the religion and the power between the two of them. So I feel like that's a huge thing for the North and the South. Absolutely. Absolutely. So does anyone? And you go ahead, talk, go ahead. And you talk about that hope, like, and then we go into the, the foundational identity of America where like all men are created equal. But yet, like, still to this day, like, it's still not shown like that. And so, I feel like, like, every day still, I have, like, meetings with, like, higher-up people to, like, try to, like, change things and whatever. But they all just come down to an appearance of what we want to look like. And I feel like that's where the foundational identity was created. To give that appearance, like, no, America, like, we're fine. But really, we're not. And it just, like, manipulated everybody. That's why that's why there's a bunch of people that are like, oh my god, America's so great, is because they're reading what we're founded on, but they're not listening to it. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you can read the words in a book, but if you're not actually hearing them in your mind and knowing what they or mean... Or reading the fine like, print. Reading the fine print, exactly. We the people. Who are the Who? People? Yeah. <laughs> the people when- are the rich white men. yeah like did they are does we the people include women does it include slaves like who does it include you know it's 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 crazy okay so because it's it's not we the people it's just one person rich women, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's one group okay so last topic it's american ideas so just now modern day it's the 21st century racism you know, it's still there. It's true. It may not be, hey, you got any slaves? I'll buy them from you. It may not be that now, but it's still there in songs, in just advertising. It's it's everywhere. Not as, it's very discreet now. Like you can't found a nation where you call it free, but enslaving other people. Like, this doesn't work. It's a paradox. And so I think we see so much of that now, like, in just, not, like, baby racism, but, like, just, yeah, discreet. I think it's, we try to hide and don't acknowledge what we did, and that's why it keeps continuing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like that's the reason why there's so many old people that are just, like, they're they're so oriented on what happened in the past and how powerful they used to mm-hmm. be. So now it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not as, uh, I, I'm not as good as I was before because the, these people are equal to me. Like, it's, it's it crazy how different people are now. Like, our generation is completely different from our parents. Completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't emphasize that enough. Like, I don't think people understand that, like, it's the 21st century now. Like, things have changed, okay? It's not black and white anymore. Like, everything can be filmed. Everything can be texted, tweeted, whatever the heck. It's all over everywhere, you know? And I feel like people come to think of, like, equality as oppression almost. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Or it's, like, something you earn. It's, like, what? Like, no one earns human rights. We said we gave them to everyone. Yeah. And another thing is, like those slaves and people now they didn't they didn't ask to be black you know like they didn't create a race yeah it's something that is taught and 
just no one no one asks for this no one asks to be pushed down or murdered or just no one asks yeah. for that right and the less we address it and try to hide it the worse it more it festers and that's mm-hmm. why we're where we are yep yep all right ladies that was an awesome discussion thank you so much for participating i hope everyone has a great day and i will see you again in our next episode bye bye bye